Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We got breaking news regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. This information comes courtesy of Jeremy Fowler. The Chiefs have informed Legereus Sneed that they are prepared to use the franchise tag, but the Chiefs are open to trading Sneed if a long-term agreement is not reached. Sneed is open to this scenario, which gives him the chance to talk with other teams while a return to Kansas City remains in play. That certainly makes a lot of sense. It also lines up with what we heard Snead tell Kay Adams just last week when they did an interview together. What would you like to say as we wrap the show up here to Brett Veach? And I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Man, pay me. <laughs> pay me. Pay me. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Pay me. Let's go to the phone lines right now and be joined by Nate Taylor of The Athletic who covers the Kansas City Chiefs. Nate, we appreciate your time. First, what do you think of this breaking news? What do you think of this report from Jeremy Fowler? Um, Yeah, well, first, thank you guys for having me on as always. Um, Look, this was trending in this direction, and I really got a sense of that yesterday, right? The the idea that um, as I talk to more and more people here in Indianapolis – as meetings were going to happen, as as my understanding today um, is Brett Veach and Chris Shea, uh, who takes over for Brent Tillis in terms of the salary cap and part of the negotiation structure of these things, met with Legereus's agent. It became clear that uh, the franchise tag was likely going to be used. The question then became, well, how would it be used? Would it be used for him to you know, not only prevent him from free agency, but to obviously have him play on that sort of one-year, essentially $20 million deal, or are you using it for what we learned this afternoon, which is either you are using that to start a baseline to resign him to a long-term extension, or you're using it to create leverage to at least get something in return instead of just having him walk in free agency uh, and you receive nothing, uh, obviously because he's now fulfilled his four-year rookie contract. So there will be um, a collection of teams, I believe, who are interested in, in luxurious need uh, just because he does play one of the premier positions and he has built a reputation for being one of the best pure shadow coverage corners in the league. Um, but the Chiefs are still, I believe, motivated to try to see if it's possible uh, to get a, you know, a, a long-term deal done that allows him uh, to be amongst as I always say, Carrington, one of the highest paid players at his not at his position, not the highest player at his position. So, Nate, I think this is a very important distinction, and we got the time to really go through this because there's a lot of kind of things that permeate off of this. I hear this very similar to what happened to Tyreek Hill. The Chiefs offered Tyreek Hill a contract. It was $25 million. He wanted $30 million, so they were open mm-hmm. to trading him. So I hear this news with Sneed, kind of what you just said. Hey, we are happy to have you come back, but we are happy to have you come back at our price. If that's not what you want to sign with, then, hey, if you go get a deal from the Atlanta Falcons, we are happy to talk to the Atlanta Falcons about fair compensation as a trade for you, but we are not going over this amount. So I at least think there is a chance that Sneed comes back but I think if we are playing this thing out realistically and Snead wants to get paid, then he is most likely going to get more money from outside of Kansas City. Right. I, I do think that's where 
um, especially with the way, and I always want to remind this, not just the way Brett Veach has operated in his front office, but the way Clark Hunt has operated, right? Clark Hunt um, is comfortable giving close to the top of the market. Unless you Patrick Mahomes, you're not getting at the market or top of the market. So um, if you're luxurious need in his representation, well, you understand that, right? But at the same time, uh, Legereus has been very upfront about his desire to want to play and continue to play with the Chiefs. The fact that he has the the role that he's always wanted since he basically proved himself as a starter, as a rookie, which is I'm the number one corner, I cover the number one receiver, and oh, by the way, my abilities lead to us winning. Um, so the Chiefs have done everything right in terms of drafting, developing him. Uh, now it's about does Legereus, as we've always talked before, what are you most concerned with? Is it making the most money or is it making good money? Um, not franchise tag money, of course, because uh, that's basically only on a one-year deal and that sort of creates a gamble because if you get hurt, obviously, uh, that obviously lowers your value uh, when you do become a free agent the following year. Or do you want to be someone that makes 17, 18 million a year, 16 million a year, but like, your spot on the roster is going to be guaranteed for two, maybe three years. And then obviously you can get the free agency at the age of 30. Uh, Legereus right now is 27. So all these factors come into question. Um, but if a team is willing to give the Chiefs a second-round pick, I think the Chiefs will listen. I, I still think it's going to be hard for a team to say, we're going to forego our first-round pick for Legereus need. But I do think a second-round pick is where the trade discussions could get really interesting. So we just talked about that before you hopped on. So I looked it up. Since 2000, there have only been two corners who have been traded for a first-round pick. Jalen Ramsey is one, and Darrell Revis is the other. I love Legereus Need. He is not Jalen Ramsey. He is also not Darrell Revis. But if you're looking at Darius Slay, Darius Slay got traded for a third and a fifth. If you look at Marcus Peters, he got traded for a second and a fourth, and the Chiefs gave up a sixth-round pick. That is probably close to what the compensation I think would be for Snead if he does get traded. Yeah, and again, I think the highest you can go is probably a second. You know, uh, I would say somewhere in that top fifty range, right? Um, because uh, the Chiefs don't have a ton of draft picks this year, not compared to uh, the previous years, which I'm sure you guys have talked about too. So, um, because they have, because the Chiefs have Trey McDuffie. Joshua Williams, Jalen Watson, um, and whoever they draft and develop next, potentially, uh, they feel like they are still obviously pretty good at that spot. Steve Spagnuolo may not have as many uh, strategic advantages as he did last year because um, you can just sort of set it and forget it with whoever Steve's covering on the outside. Um, But combine that with the idea that you need more draft picks so that you can continue to have, you know, cost-controlled players while you're trying to obviously sustain uh, a level of excellence that is incredibly hard in the NFL. Like it, 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 I, I understand why the chiefs are interested in it. Even as Brett Veach told us today, um, you know, the best case scenario is that they're somehow able to retain not only the Jerry Sneed, but Chris Jones, uh, they're going to have the cap space to re-sign one of them. Uh, again, it becomes really fascinating and how much cap manipulation you can do to get a, good chunk of available salary cap to at least retain both of them for the next two seasons. Cause I think the best thing for the chiefs is obviously to resign these guys, but these guys probably want what their market is. Well, the only way you can truly find that out is if you're a in free agency, which is where Chris is more than likely headed to, at least in, in my opinion, as a, as a, where we stand right now, or you kind of get the best idea of what your value is, on the trade market, which is where Legereus is headed. Let's cut this thing in half, just a 50-50 on one side, 50-50 on the other side. Give me the percentage that you think Chris, or excuse me, Legereus Sneed, we'll get to Chris Jones. Give me the percentage that you think Sneed is on the team next year. Give me the percentage that you think he is not on the team next year. I think it's 60-40. I think it's 60-40 that he's, 60 that he's not on the team and 40 that he is. Um, when you allow the player to start talking to other teams in lieu of a potential trade, usually the trade happens. 
Right now, we're talking to Nate Taylor of The Athletic going through this breaking news. If you guys missed it, this news comes courtesy of Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. The Chiefs have informed LeJarrius Sneed that they are prepared to use the franchise tag but are open to a trade if a long-term deal is not reached. Sneed is agreeable to the scenario, giving him a chance to talk to other teams while Kansas City remains in play. Nate, I think the next question is, after we talk about Sneed, is what do you think this information, what do you think this news means for Chris Jones? Well, they're not going to franchise tag him, so that's a good thing. Um, he is that much closer to free agency, right? Um, now, uh, you can take Chris at his word at the parade rally, which is, hey, I'm going to be back next season. Um, but I want to remind people that they should really look at T.J. Watt's contract in contrast to, say, Nick Bosa. He's not making Nick Bosa money, or the Chiefs aren't going to offer him Nick Bosa. But can the Chiefs sort of agree to something around $28, $29 million when you understand that, like, had they used a franchise tag on him, it would have been around, I believe, 32.16, which is crazy. That's, like, legitimate quarterback money. So, uh, obviously, he's going to be 30, um, but he's still their best defensive player. Everybody knows that. The defense changes significantly without him. Um, so, if you do trade luxuriously, uh, then you better have a deal that you know can get signed. If you're Brett Beach, if you're Chris Shea, uh, Andy Reid, Clark Hunt, like one thing has to happen with the other in hand. Um, what I would consider a disaster is if Legereus, uh is traded and Chris Jones gets to free agency, um, you know, in mid-March, you know, doesn't really want to um, sign what has been offered to him by the Chiefs, and then some team is willing to give him 30, 31 million. I don't know if anybody's going to give him $32 million, but you never know. It, it becomes a bidding situation when you're when you're a free agent. And obviously, he's got championship pedigree. There's really no pass rusher like him at his position. Uh, so he has plenty of leverage. Um, but Chris has always said he wants to play for the Chiefs. He, he's, on, he's written on record on Twitter that, you know, he will never play for another franchise. Well, if that's the case, and if the Chiefs want that to happen – you kind of make this move with Legereus, the potential of him being traded, so that you know you have the cap space to take on somebody who is going to make near quarterback money as your top pass rusher, your top leader, and your best player on defense. And I hear what you're saying, and it certainly sounds noble, but I was going back and I was reading some of your old reporting. The Chiefs offered him a two-year, $54 million uh-huh. contract that's fully guaranteed. So you can tell me how much you don't want to play for another team. They offered you $54 million guaranteed, and you were like, nah, I'm good. I need more money. So like most people, there is a price, there is a number in which you are willing to walk away from it. And at least my argument for Chris Jones is, if you have done all of this over the course of the last 10 months you are now one week away from free agency. Yep. You are one week away. So as much as you want to be in Kansas City, that is still a possibility. I owe it to myself to at least listen to what these other organizations have to say and at least take a visit. Everything I did last summer was to get the most money possible. Now you are one week away from the money in the best possible year to be a free agent. No, I am not taking a hometown discount right now. Um, and yeah, let me remind everybody that the cap jumped up thirty million dollars. So uh, yeah, there's money to be made out there. Um, and so if we both agree with that, Carrington, I would also advise Chris Jones. Yes, if you're if you're willing to push it this far, yes, go to free agency. Um, see what your actual maximum value is for teams who have the available cap space. If that is the case, and that happens how many days do the Chiefs give him? Because at some point, you got to move on. you got to go to, as Brett likes to say, the contingency plan to the contingency plan. So, I mean, do you give him a week to sort of get, you know, to be fully courted, to be recruited, to be, you know, wine to dine by whoever, um, you know, whichever, you know, owner wants to, um, you know, pluck him from the, from the Chiefs? At some point, you you, you got to say, hey, man, we, we, we would like for you to sign this, or will we have the right to match whatever offer is available? Um, and if that's the case, then 
you know, you sort of see where it goes, but it, it does lead us to a, a, a very intriguing March where usually the Chiefs are trying to make one or two splashes in free agency. Um, but this is the first time really since I've covered the team uh, that they could, you know, really be set to have a complete roster shuffle on one side of the ball, um, the, the side of the ball that led them to be back-to-back champs. So I saw from, I think it was Spot Track, maybe it was Pro Football Focus, they had a roster contract projection for Chris Jones that was four years, $120 million, 80 guaranteed. I don't think Kansas City is willing to spend that much money on Chris Jones. Do you think they are? I think he's a rare player. I mean, he 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 prevents touchdowns, which is the number one thing you're asked to do on defense. Hey, stop that team from the end zone. The easiest way for them to do that is to have that guy healthy, to have that guy obviously um, rushing from the inside, from the outside. Uh, obviously, you can build a plethora of blitzes because of his presence, which is what Steve Spagnuolo has been excellent at. I know he's I know he's going to be thirty. I know the Chiefs do not have a reputation of really paying guys not, you know, the quarterback <laughs> at the age of 30. But I just think given his skills and, I mean, just his ability to, to, to play well at the highest level in the biggest moments, I, I think he is worth it. I don't, you know, uh, for as much negotiating and, you know, leverage and, and fronting you could do and, you know, getting your message out there, it's third down. He's the, he's the best chance you have to prevent a first down or prevent a touchdown. Last thing here, Nate, we appreciate your time. I asked you when it came to Snead, and you said 40% staying on the team, 60% you think he gets traded. I'll ask you that same question about Chris Jones. What percentage do you think that he is back next year in Kansas City? What percentage do you think that he is walking in free agency and going to play for another organization? You know me, Carantine. I'm an optimistic person. I will say 55% that Chris is back and 45% that he walks. And kids, with each passing day, that number can get – those numbers can reverse more and more. Um, you know, I cannot express enough how much Patrick and Travis have been in his ear to express to him how valuable he is to the team and why he is needed for them to continue to win, um, especially if they want to be – you know, the rarest of teams that, you know, somehow wins three championships in a row. Um, it's hard to argue them being able to do that without him, right? Without him playing, obviously, at a high level. So um, Chris understands that he wants to be valued. Um, and it really comes down to what is Clark willing to pay? I mean, yes, the cap went up this year. Yes, you may trade a really good corner in Legere Sneed and, and get something in return. That's you know, honestly, smart general managing. If you weren't going to resign him to a long-term deal, or he just wasn't going to be a part of your plan based on the business side, um, I don't think. I mean, I think I'll, I'll try to do more reporting around this. But again, I'm, I'm sort of projecting that by agreeing to potentially trade Legarius Lee, you have pretty much said we got to resign this dude. Um, because he plays a premier position and he's one of the best pass rushers in the league and he's probably going to go into the Hall of Fame. And if you want to actually win a third Super Bowl, he gives you the best chance to do that alongside Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Steve Spagnuolo. You know, the list goes on, but he's got to be included in that list. So even though it's almost 50-50, I I do give the Chiefs a slight advantage, uh, at least right now, obviously, as we head closer and closer to free agency. All right, I lied. I have one more question here, and it's related to this. It's related to it by what you said, because because you said you're optimistic that they get a deal done. I'm not optimistic for the reason I gave you of you've gotten this close to free agency. You need to take free agency, and some team is going to come in and wow you with an offer that you will be unable to say no to. Let's say that these two sides, Chris Jones and the Chiefs, reach a deal. 
I'm wondering if I'm wondering if you think this deal happens because Chris Caves and Chris is willing to move off of his number or the Chiefs are willing to increase their number because at least last year they had two different definitions on what his value was. His value was I'm Aaron Donald. Their value is you're around twenty eight million dollars, which is about four million dollars in difference, which seems like a lot of money. It does. But like, again, I will never forget <laughs> being in front of Ronald McDonald House the eve of the season, Carrington, and him just say, "I'm just asking for a raise," and that's not directed at. I don't believe that was directed at Andy Reid. I don't believe that was directed at Brett Veach. That was directed right at Clark Hunt. And dynasties rise and fall, right? And so I'm not trying to get over dramatic, but at some point, like, the winning stops. So are you? Are you comfortable letting him walk in the event of knowing that, hey, we might not be that great next season or not as great as we potentially could be? Or are you going to push the chips in for a third year? You can't You can't go all in on a three-peat. You can't have your general manager on the podium saying today, well, can't wait to go for a three-peat if you don't have Chris Jones in your hand. I, I, just, uh, I, I just think you need all of the best cards available. He's one of the top ones. Um Last year got so contentious just because I think there was so much poor miscommunication. Um, and we all know who probably takes the bulk of that blame. But also, um, you just saw what he's capable of doing the last two years. And again, you don't have another viable pass rusher who could do the things he can do. And you're not going to be able to draft one because you're picking in, you're picking 32. So, uh, again, he has an, 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 an he has a gargantuan amount of leverage, and yet they should pay him, and that's okay. You know, you know who also has massive leverage? Patrick Mahomes. You know what they did? Oh yeah, Joe Burrow got a deal. Cool. We'll we'll guarantee these this money so that you are in line. And then when Dak Prescott gets a new deal, guess what? We're gonna pay you more money. You you you. <laughs> I know he's not the quarterback. Um, and I know he's not going to play as long as like a quarterback can, um, but he's. I mean, as as Aaron Donald has proven, um, and now I sound like his representation. As Aaron Donald has proven, you can play really well at this position into your early to mid thirties. Uh, he's going to turn thirty this summer. You can still get two, maybe three more excellent years out of Chris Jones because. Teams have to double team him, and he can still terrify the best quarterbacks named, you know, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, the guys you will immediately be competing for supremacy in the AFC to get the right to play in the Super Bowl. So he has leverage. So acknowledge that leverage and pay him what he's worth or pay him close to what he is worth uh, to prevent him uh, from being led astray elsewhere or being sort of, you know, being persuaded to go elsewhere. Uh, even though he won't go to a team that is probably better positioned to win a championship with his services. That is our guy, Nate Taylor of The Athletic, joining us on the show today for the breaking news. The Chiefs, it would appear they're going to franchise tag Legereus Sneed, but they are open to trading Legereus Sneed. What does that mean for the Chiefs' corner? What does that mean for Chris Jones? Certainly a very interesting offseason with two major decisions for the two-time defending Super Bowl champion. Nate, we appreciate you hopping on for this breaking news, my man. I appreciate you. Yeah, man, anytime. Absolutely. That's Nate Taylor joining us on the show today. Certainly a lot to digest from Nate Taylor. Let's do this. We can open up the phone lines, 913-586-7610. If you want to text in, you can do that as well, 913-586-7610. There is just one major part of this Chris Jones conversation that for the life of me, I just don't, I don't understand it. I'll explain. Keep it right here, Sir Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kansas City is Justin Reed. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. to the drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. Let me read to you guys the breaking news if you missed it. We got real news with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's been a while since that's been the case. But according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, the Chiefs have informed Legereus Need they are prepared to use the franchise tag and are open to trading him if a long-term deal is not reached. Sneed is agreeable to the scenario, which gives him the chance to talk to other teams while a return to Kansas City remains in play. Rob, before we get to the phone lines, this is the part, at least when it comes to Chris Jones, because I think the Sneed thing is kind of straightforward. Hey, we're going to put you on the franchise tag. I believe that the Chiefs have offered Legereus Need a contract. We are happy for you to come back at this contract. I'm assuming that that contract, based on how they operate, is a hometown discount. Hey, if you want to come back to Kansas City at this deal, we are happy to do this. You make a lot of money. We lock in a player, and you can keep trying to help us win championships. Or if there is a much better deal out there for you, we are happy to make that happen for you. We will work out a trade compensation with that team. We get a little back something in trade. We get the salary cap space. You get all the money that you want. Everybody wins in this scenario. That's basically what happened to Tyreek Hill. This is the part that at least I am just stuck on when it comes to Chris Jones. Every decision Chris Jones made last year was monetary. All summer. Hey, you just got to show up. Hey, you can show up. And act like your back is hurt or you got a tummy ache. They call that a sit in, a hold in. That's all you got to do. No, I am not going to St. Joe. I'm working out on my own. I will not report unless they give me what I want. He was so adamant he didn't play a regular season football game last year. Every decision that you and your team has made is to maximize your earning potential. And I am not mad at that. You are entitled to do what you think is best. You are so close. You are literally one week away 
from free agency. And Chris Jones, you've never been a free agent. This is potentially the last time and only time in your career that you would be a free agent. Why would I now be interested in the hometown deal? Now, maybe he has had a change of heart. People are entitled to change their opinion. Maybe Kansas City has changed their offer. We know last year that it was around $27.5 million, but he wants $31 million. The chance to take this hometown deal with the Chiefs has been there this entire time. If you've held out for money, it all turns I just don't know why when you are so close to everything that you have worked for and all the sacrifice you were willing to make, why you would now punt on that opportunity before you at least sit down with the Atlanta Falcons and sit down with the Chicago Bears. Maybe the Chiefs give you 72 hours. Hey, you go talk to these other teams. We will give you three days. Come back with an answer. At least take your three days if you're Chris Jones. I think he will hit free agency, and I think he will have conversations. But it's also possible, Carrington, the thing we don't see is the Chiefs have upped their offer. Maybe it's not at the 31, 32, 33 that Chris Jones was initially looking for, wanting all those things. But Chris Jones' people could easily be in Indianapolis. We know Brett Veach and his co are in Indianapolis. If you're not in Indianapolis, you should fire your agent. They need to be there. Yeah, I presume they are. I haven't, yeah, there's no, no problem there. Yeah. So... It could easily be right now be talking behind the scenes. Brett Veach was on this show earlier and mentioned, hey, now that we have a deal, we can kind of pick up where he left off last offseason. He used the term hit play on the contract negotiations. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were much closer than we think last year. And it's just, hey, some negotiating here, some negotiating there. And Jones can get the money he wants with the team he wants. We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. No, you're 100% right. But. I saw everybody that really mattered for the Chiefs take the last game of the regular season off, and I saw Chris Jones play like a man possessed for that extra million dollars. That man was out there in the – he was in the second half of a meaningless game out there to chase that money. That guy's done chasing money now? You got one more race to go get this money. One more. I'm at least exploring free agency at a minimum. I think you owe it to yourself after everything that you have done to at least go hit free agency. That's what I would tell him if I'm his agent. If he comes to me and says, hey, you've done all of this. You, you come this far. You just got to take it another. You are one week away from free agency. If they don't franchise tag you by next Tuesday and they've told you they're not going to franchise tag you, you're free to go do whatever you want to do. Do it. Every other time that you have been in this situation, the Chiefs have dictated the terms of the deal because of the franchise tag. This is this would have been the third time they would have franchise tagged them. You got a chance. Go get your money. Unless, unless you've had a change of heart. And again, you are entitled to change your opinion when it comes to money. But the same guy that I saw miss all of training camp, the same guy that I saw miss a regular season game, the same guy that played the last game of the regular season, now money's not the biggest thing for you? That's that's how you've operated for the last 10 months in Kansas City. I mean, money still can't be the biggest thing. It's possible the Chiefs know we ain't keeping Sneed, and with the boost in the cap, we got more available to yeah. give you. Like, it's possible the money thing is still top of Chris's mind, and the Chiefs suddenly have more of it. Because the report from Jeremy Fowler is they are willing to trade Legereus Need if a long-term deal isn't met. Well, there's new cap money, and if they sign Jones long-term, they're probably not signing Sneed long-term, so they have cap money to do Jones and other things. It's possible the money-hungry guy just found a place that has the money. Let's go to the phone lines. Kyle, you called into the drive. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Carrington. How's it going, man? Doing good, man. Hey, I don't know about you, but I just suddenly got very, very nervous about the Chiefs. I was feeling great for the last two weeks. I don't, I don't know what happened uh, with the Chris Jones stuff. I, I, I really hope they get a deal. I, I'm kind of nervous to see this team go on a three-peat run without them, unless they work out some crazy deal with the free agent that you know it's pass rush. Um, but what I was calling about is just to see what your thoughts of if they if this trade you know if the trade does go down, what would you like to see? Would you like to see you know some draft pick compensation a two and a four, 
but for me personally, I, I would rather see, you know, a big name player, you know, wide receiver. I don't know if you can get a defensive tackle, but uh, I was curious what, what you would like to see on uh, on that side. No, no problem, so Kyle. I, I appreciate me. the phone call. When it comes to Snead, we look this up about corners who have been traded since 2000. I think Darius Slay makes a lot of sense. In 2020, he got traded from the Lions to the Eagles. He was traded for a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick. Rob threw out the possibility of Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters got traded for a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick, and the Chiefs gave the Rams a sixth-round pick. That seems to be in line. I would be stunned if you got a first-round pick in exchange for Legereus Need. It is just very, very rare given his position. I think a second-round pick and probably a mid-to-low second-round pick is probably realistic. I don't think you're getting the 37th overall pick for Legereus Need. But we looked at a team like Philadelphia. Would Philadelphia give you the 50th overall pick for a team that needs to completely rehaul that defense and for a team that obviously has a lot of talent and could be right back in the Super Bowl conversation with a couple of moves on that side of the ball? I think the Eagles are a team that makes a lot of sense. It's a team in the NFC, a team that is not a direct rival or threat to Kansas City. If you're going to trade Snead the same way when you had D Ford, you traded him, I think a team like Philadelphia would make a lot of sense if you're trying to make a move. Or a team like Chicago, a team that has a lot of cap space, a team that we think is going to have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Teams like that, to me, would make the most sense if you're going to trade Legereus Need. Let's go back to the phone lines. Gino is in Overland Park. Hey, Gino, how you doing today, my man? Well, not very well because I think uh, you're you're feeling way too comfortable with uh, all this Need leaving stuff. And I, I've got a comment and a couple of questions for you. My first comment is this. The, the timing of all this is very, very tricky because let, let, me, let me give you a hypothetical. Let me give you an example here. They, 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 they franchise him, and then they've got a trade partner that they're willing to take. Well, I'll tell you what you can't have. You can't have us trading Jerry Sneed for that aforementioned second-round draft choice, and then you don't know if you have Chris Jones. So then somebody comes along and offers Chris Jones $33 million a year for four years, and we can't match it or won't match it, and I don't know what's in the Chiefs' head. I'm telling you right now, we can't come away with neither of those guys. So what it appears to me is that before they can make the, the, the Sneed decision, is, now, now, tell, me, tell me whether or not you're confirming what I'm thinking here or not, and then I've got one other question. Isn't it true? that we have to get Chris Jones done one way or the other before we do Legereus Sneed, because if we don't, we may end up with neither of them. Yeah, so I mean, I guess the way of simplifying it is they only have one franchise tag. They have until next Tuesday to use no, that no, on one of the players. Used, let's say they've already used the tag on, on Sneed. Yeah, on Sneed. So then, I mean, then in that scenario, Jones would be a free agent and Jones could do whatever he wants. Right, so you you can't go ahead and say, oh, okay, we 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 traded Snead for a second round choice, and then you turn to Chris Jones and you don't sign Jones because don't tell me you're going to come away with neither of these guys next year. You can't do that if you're going to trade Snead, and I don't want them to trade Snead. He's a lockdown corner. He's a bully. People are undervaluing him. But if you're going to trade Snead, you cannot trade Snead until you have got Chris Jones. Because if you lose Chris Jones, then you keep Snead. You got to know whether you got Chris Jones before you trade Snead. You don't. You don't franchise and then trade him and then hope that you get Chris Jones. And that makes a lot of sense. You know, I appreciate the phone call. We're up against the break here. I. I- I understand what you're saying about not wanting to lose both of them in free agency. I think it is important to note free agency is going to start really, really quickly here. Like the Chiefs don't have a lot of time to do a lot of these things. You've got 13 days. Like they got 13 days to figure this out. The combine starts today. Free agency starts 13 days from now. So the legal tampering period is even earlier than that. You really got 10 days to negotiate with Chris Jones. And that's why I'm saying is if I'm him and I am this close to free agency, I am not interested in hometown discounts anymore. That was a last summer conversation. The price has gone up. 
I got another season in which I got double-digit sacks. We won another Super Bowl. I was a first-team All-Pro player. Again, I am a Hall of Fame player. I've told you guys the price. The price is $31 million. You've told me you don't want to franchise tag me. Hey, so let me see what the rest of the market says. That's how I would handle it if I'm Chris Jones. If he comes back, I do want to note, he would be taking a, I don't know if pay cut's the right term, he would be making a sacrifice to continue to stay on the Kansas City Chiefs from a financial aspect if he gives up free agency and agrees to a deal. We can keep talking about this. It's the top story. It would appear that the Chiefs have made a decision. They're going to franchise tag Legereus Need, but they are open to a trade. What that means for him, what that means for Chris Jones. Keep it right here, Sir Drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kansas City, it's Willie Gay Jr. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Welcome back into The Drive on 610 Sports Radio. For those of you that missed it, the breaking news, the top story is that the Chiefs have informed Legereus Need that they are prepared to use the franchise tag. But they are also open to a trade if no long-term deal is reached. Snead is agreeable to this scenario, which would give him a chance to talk to other teams while Kansas City remains in play. That is not surprising that Snead is open to a trade, especially when he said this last week. What would you like to say as we wrap the show up here to Brett Veach? And I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Man, pay me. Pay me. Pay me. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Pay me. Text line 913-586-7610. Someone texted this in and said, I don't know. It seems like Snead could become a locker room cancer. The first thing out of his mouth after winning the Super Bowl was pay me, pay me, pay me. This is where I think we're being a little bit unfair. If you are Legereus Snead, and you are playing at an all-pro level. And because of the way that the finances are set up in the National Football League, and I'm not asking anyone to feel bad for Legereus Need, you signed a four-year, $3 million deal that was negotiated by someone else, collectively bargained, you were slotted in that amount of money. You have obviously outplayed this contract. I mean, you outplayed this contract probably in the first 18 months that you were on it, but you are stuck. You now reach a place where you can make real money in this game, like legitimate money. I don't have any problem with Legereus Need as his contract has ended, because it has ended with Kansas City, saying, hey, I, I am underpaid. Everybody acknowledges that I am underpaid. It's now time for me to get paid what market value is. And I think market value tells you that Legereus Need is probably worth somewhere between 18 to $21 million a year. Like that is what his industry, that's what his field tells us that he's worth. I don't have any problem with him at least going out and exploring and seeing if he can get that. Now, we'll see how it turns. And Rob, it sounds like you think this need is going to be traded. I would say at this point, I think it's more likely he gets traded than he does it. And we asked our guy, Nate Taylor, and he also is on the side of, yeah, I think Snead is probably gone. But I don't have any problem with... Sneed, who has clearly outplayed and outperformed his rookie deal, 
it is now over. He is about to hit free agency, and his message is, hey, I want to be paid what the market says that I'm worth. I mean, that's what the franchise tag is. The franchise tag is the average of the five highest paid players at your position. I think I'm one of the five highest paid players in the position. So instead of paying me like that for one year, I want to be paid like that for the next three. That's just the business side of the NFL. I would agree. That's the business side of the NFL. And I think, I think today's news has cemented one thing in my head because maybe it's the text line. And I'm just using them as a bad barometer. There has been this notion most of the off season, which I know is in its infancy, but there has been a notion that Chris Jones was after the money. Chris Jones wants to get paid. Chris Jones and his agents, which are public enemy number one, they're all about money, money, money. And Legereus Sneed was going to be hometown discount guy. He was going to be the guy who was going to take a little less to keep the good times rolling and keep the winning happening. If there's one thing today's news taught me, it's that it appears Legereus Sneed, at least in the infancy of the offseason, is not the hometown discount guy. Because if that was the case, the Chiefs would not be welcoming him to go seek out trade partners because trade partners inherently are going to drive up his cost. If the Chiefs were going to be able to get him at a little under market value, but still a very fair and equitable deal, but not top of the market money, the news sounder today would have fired off not for he's looking at a trade. It would have fired off for they believe they can get something done long term. That would have been the verbiage. That verbiage was not used. So today's news cemented one thing in my head. That pay me, pay me, pay me that he told Kay Adams is very true. He is looking for top of the market money, and you're never going to get top of the market money the way Kansas City, Brett Veach, and Clark Hunt operate. And I also think at least why I think some of the conversation is unfair is I don't think that that mindset is very unique amongst NFL players. In fact, I would say that that is the common belief amongst NFL players. And I do think, at least in these conversations, Chiefs fans have been spoiled because Travis Kelsey has done the opposite. Travis Kelsey is a unicorn when it comes to this. In a lot of ways, Travis Kelsey's off-the-field earning potential is a unicorn compared to most other NFL players. If Snead takes that hometown discount, he ain't getting that money back from doing your Pfizer commercials or your State Farm commercials. That's money he just ain't going to make. <laughs> like that, that's just the, that's the fact of Legereus need. He is not making that money up on the back end. So I understand, hey, I've worked hard. I want the money that is coming to me. I don't fault anybody for trying to go after it. Let's go back to the phone lines. Melvin, you called into the drive. Hey, Melvin. Hey, C-Dot, how you doing? Doing good, man. Look, I, I got indulge me for a minute. I, I, uh, let me tell you about myself. One, I'm blind and I retired two years ago, so I listen to you and Rob every day at 2 o'clock. I stop what I'm doing. But it never ceases to amaze me how the billionaire owners has convinced the average fans that when millionaires ask for more money, they're greedy. Like you just mentioned that caller that said uh, he just wants the money. That's It's a business. They're supposed to want the money. But the billionaires never turn down any of those TV contracts, and it's all going in their pockets. So people like us, us working stiffs, need to realize don't be fooled by the billionaires complaining about the millionaires. But let me say this. Snead is one of the best quarter, cornerbacks in the NFL. You mentioned Jalen Ramsey. If I remember, against Miami, the rookie had eight catches for 130 yards. Jalen Ramsey was on that team. I don't know their defensive scheme or whatever. When a narrative is put out about a particular player, player it stays with them for a while, whether it's legit or not. Jalen Ramsey is on his third team. Now, the Chiefs have done good replacing cornerbacks with cornerbacks, but they also drafted CEH as the, the first running back in the draft taken in the 2020 draft. So sometimes they luck might run out. And y'all always talk about that one defensive lineman. I can't think about, I can't think of his name that y'all always talk about, but, and I know it would never happen, but if we trying to go for that legacy and that three peak, then maybe Patrick could take a slight, you know, cut in pay and doesn't have to get his salary bumped up when Dak gets his next contract, like he did when Burrow got his. And we're talking about three-peat and championships and legacy, and they compare him to Brady. If I remember correctly, 
Brady wasn't getting all the money he could have gotten. Yeah, I know his wife made five hundred million. That's that's a whole different subject. But if they want to go all in, then they need to keep Sneed and they need to Chris Jones. And my last comment is this: We can't let Chris Jones do like Aaron Rodgers did with the Packers. Maybe I'm playing, maybe I'm not. We allowed him to get that one million in that last game that didn't mean anything on anybody, and he could have got hurt and not made it in the playoffs at all. So we need to think about it. We really want this three-peat to separate us from everybody else that's ever won the Super Bowls in the past. Some people may need to make the sacrifice, and the Chiefs need to go home, hold on to Sneed and McDuffie. And that's my comment. Thanks a lot, C-Dot. No problem, Melvin. I appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot for calling in today. I mean, the Chiefs are at a very interesting point, and I think this is a more unique place than they've been before. A lot of the players that have helped them get to this success, it's money time. And just like any job, if you have been a part of record sales and record profits for your company, the way the Chiefs have, they've had more success than every other team in the league. The people who are most responsible for that now want to be compensated accordingly. And I understand that you play with Patrick Mahomes and the Tom Brady of his era. I get all of that. But if you're Chris Jones and you're a Hall of Famer, you want to be compensated for your contribution to this. If you're Legereus Need and you went up against every number one wide receiver in the league and you stood tall, now when it's money time, I want some of that money to come to me as well. I always say I am all for the business side of football, but we have to allow the business side of football to also work for the players the way that it does for the organization. And I get it. Your loyalty is to the team and not to the individual players. But if you've been a guy like Snead who has performed at a high level and has done everything right, I do think you owe it to yourself or I think it's fair hey, I'm interested in coming back, but you're going to allow me to go talk to Atlanta and Philadelphia and these other teams and see if there's a better offer out there for me. I understand why he's taking that position. Earlier today, we had Brett Veach on the show. We'll play some of that for you. Nate Taylor was on the show. We'll play some of that for you as well. And we're talking about the top story. Uh, top story. Legereus Need is going to be franchise tagged. What does that mean for the organization? Keep it right here. It's the drive. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 